Hello, welcome to Self Talk. I'm Dr. Ray Self, your host. What is this show about? It's about getting free. Getting free from what, you may ask? It's getting free from anything that keeps you away from God's plan for your life. Anything that hurts you or suppresses you or causes you harm. That's my heart. That's my passion. I want to see you free. I want to see you living your God-given dream. I want to see you being the person God created you to be. Stay tuned for our next exciting topic. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Ray Self. Today's meeting, today's meeting, today's interview and podcast is brought to you by the International College of Ministry, icmcollege.org, a Holy Spirit-filled seminary now enrolling, icmcollege.org. Check it out. Well, this is Dr. Ray Self. I'm very honored to be with you today. Um, I'm always looking for uh, a show that will bless my listeners, something that may affect your life. That's my heart. I just want to bring healing to the best of my ability, with the help of the Lord, obviously, to the body of Christ. That's always been my heart, to help you overcome. And one of the things I want to talk about today with my very special guest, I'll introduce her in just a moment, is that over the years, and if you're a minister, you can relate to this, I'm sure. Over the years, I cannot tell you how many times I have prayed for people, maybe at the altar, of a church after a service or, you know, when there's a big altar call and the Holy Spirit's moving and you lay hands on someone and you've really sensed the Holy Spirit touching this person, you know, the Holy Spirit's touching this person and they're being healed. It may be a physical healing or an emotional healing, um, maybe some prophetic things that are happening, but you, you know, there was a powerful move of God. And then next week they're back at the altar for the same, same reason, or maybe somebody is prayed for at a home group, or, or maybe just there's a move of God wherever at a, at a church or revival or conference, and healing takes place, but then the healing seems to get lost. And so the, to my, my question, and the reason I brought Dr. Priscilla Yaman on today is, why do Christians lose their healing? And I know Dr. Yaman very well, and she has some really good insight that the Lord has given her about this, about why Christians Many Christians do not hang on to their healing. It seems like the healing is only temporary. And as Christians, we, you know, we not only do we want to be healed, we want to remain healed. So today, my guest is Dr. Priscilla Yaman, and she is the Dean of Students. I'm very blessed of International College of Ministry. She's been with us for, for a long time. She has over 40 years of ministry experience. And as a very wise teacher, she's taught uh, several courses for our school. She has her own website. It's Priscilla Yaman. That's Priscilla Yaman. That's Y-A-M-I-N dot com with numerous blogs. She's a true, true, true mature woman of God. And I'm very honored to have her. Dr. Priscilla, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, as most things, I had to learn because I had to healed. So I had to have on, my heart healed. So your, your, your revelation about why people lose their healing is something you experienced yourself. It's right? something I experienced. And I think many and, uh, it, to that. it helps a lot when what you have learned has been worked in and through you to be able to minister the, 
that to someone else. So when you've experienced it, it really helps you to teach it. (laughs) It does. It really does. So you, I know you've seen Christians or watched or observed Christians healed. Maybe it's emotional, maybe it's physical. And then all of a sudden they're right back to where they began. Why is that? Well, everything that we receive comes from the condition of our heart. It's, it's the condition of our heart. If you go to the parable of the sower, the stony heart receives with joy, but quickly fades away when persecution and affliction come. And uh, Jesus talked about when he announced his ministry, and he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's bring the good news. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. When they hear the good news, they can get their hearts healed and proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and liberty to those who are oppressed. So what happens is when our hearts aren't healed, we can't seem to maintain the liberty as if it's a broken vessel and the grace of God just leaks out. Yeah, you you, you told me one time that it was like filling a bucket full of water, but there were holes in the bottom of the bucket. And no matter how many times you filled the bucket with water, the water would slowly leak out. And, and you see that when people forgive somebody. And then here they are a year later saying, I thought I forgave my mom. Here I am again. Why do I have to do this again? Why is it bothering me? Why is this still bothering me? because it never got their heart healed, that brokenness. And what I found in my case, the reason the brokenness had not been healed was what I believed, but I didn't know it. I had to have the Holy Spirit reveal to me that my heart did not believe that I could be loved just for me. So your heart's not whole. It's wounded cracked. So the wounded heart causes us to lose our blessing. Is that fair to say? Or not to hold on to it. Not to hold on to it. Okay. Because the grace of God has brought it. Like you said, you, you sensed when you prayed for them that the power was there to heal. And they may have even received relief at that time. But with a lie wedged in your heart, it keeps that crack open. So the real healing is when the lie is exposed and you realize whatever that lie is. But for my case, that I could be loved by God just because of me, not because of what I've done, not because of my relationship, um, just because of who I am. So if, if our, it's like a giant bucket or bucket this, that can be filled. The lies that are in our heart create holes in that bucket where we yeah, can get filled they, and really feel good, but eventually it all leaks out. Yeah. They keep the cracks open. The lies will keep the cracks open. And as soon as that lie is gone, the grace of God just heals it. 
So the lie it, is it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's just so amazing. The lie is revealed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reveals what the yes. lie is, right? Yes. Then what do you do? Now what once once you I mean you have to receive the truth. See, every time I think that our our hearts change, every time we repent, what's happening is a lie is being replaced with the truth. And that's what stabilizes our heart. When the truth comes in and we receive that. Um, when it says, guard your heart with all diligence, because out of it comes life. So if our heart's in a bad shape, it's not dispensing the life. If the heart is filled with depression or a heart is filled with hatred or a heart is filled with rejection, then the life is stifled. See, the life of God could be in us, but it, it, it has a hard time coming through this broken area. Does yeah. that make sense? So a person could literally be touched by the Lord, but the heart is not whole. Right. So, so they may be um, oppressed that week that, well, what do you think that you've done to deserve healing? Or they may have friends who say, well, you don't believe that stuff, do you? See, that's the persecution and affliction coming. And if the heart's not whole, it just gives it up. So would you say that brokenness is coming from demonically inspired lies? Absolutely. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. I don't know that you can be in this world very long and not have something break your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are in a constant state of repair. He restoreth my soul. My soul needs repair all the time. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a tough world. So if I'm ministering to someone, and I'm praying, and I sense the presence. Is it that maybe as a minister, I just need to listen a little more carefully and go a little deeper and make sure the person I'm ministering mm -hmm. to has a whole heart? Uh, I had exactly that happen. I was ministering in a prayer line, and the woman came up for something. And I prayed for her, and I just held on to her hand, and I said, there's more. There's something more. And we just prayed for a little while. And then her wounded soul and her brokenness was starting to get revealed. And she was saying, yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. And then we prayed for that, wow. for the healing of the broken heart. It's interesting. You said something at the beginning. And it really hit me really strong. Sometimes there's things in scripture that are so obvious that maybe we miss them. The Spirit of the Lord God's upon us to heal the brokenhearted. The first thing yes. is to heal the brokenhearted. And somehow I thought, I used to think of that scripture as, well, we're supposed to heal those that are sad. Mm. But it's really more than that. It is a lot more. Because we bring the good news. The good news of Jesus Christ is he loves you, um, that he's made a way for you that he's given you new life. And as that good news is coming, that's to heal your broken heart. That good news 
will heal your heart right. by replacing the damage, all the lies of the enemy. You're no good. You'll never be any good. Your family was no good. You know, it could just go on and on and on. And then it says, set the captives free. You're free. Go free now. One of the things that Paul told in his uh, epistles was, you don't have to live like this anymore. You're free. He was constantly telling them who they were, not what they have to do. And by knowing who you are, you can walk out who you are. It, it, there's always a progression. There's always an order to things, you know? We used to, in counseling, we used to talk about replacement therapy. It's where you replace something negative with something positive. In yeah. a way, that's what the gospel does. Yeah, exactly. The good news of Jesus is replaces all the bad news of this world. So i got a question for the, our listener and, and for me too. Should I have an attitude of maybe searching my own heart to see what lies I may be still believing. Do I need to be aware of that or looking at that constantly? Or I you- think that we should be open to the Holy spirit to reveal hmm. things in our heart. And especially when we feel like we're struggling with something to ask him, tell me what's in there, Lord. Right. You know, it says that, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Mm-hmm. See, our, God speaks to a spirit to spirit. And then that has to get up to our soul so we can understand it. You know, and as we speak spirit to spirit, he reveals things to us. The reason that we know we're born again is his spirit told our spirit, you're my son. You're my daughter. And we knew it. We maybe not heard those words with our ears, but we knew it. Yeah. And all before my heart was healed, I always knew there was something not quite right. And I would say to the Lord, I don't, I can't fix my heart. And I can't even open it. I said, Lord, by faith, I just open my heart to you. And that, that would be my prayer periodically. You know, periodically, I just would pray that by faith. And I would, I would make a gesture with my hands, opening my heart, just saying, Lord, I just open my heart to you by faith. You can take care of it. And one night, he just started speaking to me, told me what it was, told me what I needed to do. And, wow. But it was totally him. I just made myself available and said, Lord, I'm open. I want to hear. See, some people don't want to hear. They don't want to open up any wounds that they buried. Fear, yeah. yeah. And one of my statements I make quite often that burying something is like trying to hold a beach ball under the water. Yeah. Eventually... In something that we say or do, it's going to pop up and it's not going to be good. And for all us Floridians, we understand what it means to try to hold a beach ball under the water. <laughs> you just can't bury this stuff. Yeah. You got to get it out. 
So I really like what you said. You said you were actually asking the Lord to show you if there's anything there. And he, he literally showed you, which mm-hmm. I think for, like you just said, for some people, that's scary. But you know what? I think you have to think, well, the Lord's not going to show me anything that's going to hurt me. The Lord's only going to show me things that are going to help me. That'll be for my benefit. And I've counseled many people that are really afraid to look inside. But if you realize what's inside being revealed by the Holy Spirit is for your benefit. It's good for you. So if our heart is whole, then we receive the things from God and we hang on to the things from God. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we hang on. Yeah, you hang on. It doesn't go away next week and we have to go up to the altar for the same problem. No. And even when my heart was healed, it was instantaneous healing. But what that means is now I can grow. See, as long as I stay broken, you'll stay stuck. Mm. But when my heart was healed and it was a truly miraculous instant healing, now I knew. I can grow and I can fulfill what God has called me to do. I really like that, what you just said, because I think a lot of Christians get stuck. I've been stuck. And, and, you know, when you're stuck, you don't really see a solution. And so you're stuck. But but what you're saying is, if you just really surrender, ask the Lord, he will show you. He will also show you what to do. Uh, but I, I know in general what the Lord, I mean, I, who knows what the Lord's going to do because he does things differently all the time. Uh, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts, according to Isaiah. But, but I know that the Lord wants me to, to look at it, wants me to surrender it to him. And then I mm-hmm. like what you said earlier, replace it with the truth. I'm believing yes. I'm rejected. I'm believing nobody cares about me. I, I'm believing that I'm really not worthy that uh, I'm, I'm walking in shame and condemnation. Well, the truth is, you know, I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. There's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. I'm a member of the royal priesthood. I've been accepted and approved by Christ unconditionally. Right. And, and if you're holding on to that old stuff, yeah, then you don't understand the gospel because Jesus said, lose your life. You'll gain it. I hmm. wanted to lose all that stuff. There was nothing I wanted to hold on to. But if you're going to hold on to that grief or hold on to that pain and see if you can't shove it down there as far as you can get it and hold on to it, you're not going to find your life. So when Jesus said you must lose your life to gain your life, what we lose is our brokenness, our old way of thinking our old man. And and we lose the fact that it's up to me to fix it. (laughs) I've already proven I can't fix it. Yeah. I I give up that I'm in control. I give up that I can fix myself. I give up the fact that I'm broken, hurt, and wounded. And I say, you know what? I was crucified with Christ. I was buried with him and I was resurrected with him. 
and I choose to live my life united with him, seated with Christ in heavenly places. He is my identity. And Christ is my identity means I've got it all. Right. Right. There's nothing I have to work for. I have it. We already have it. It's believing it and walking in it. So belief and faith with God is always yeah. required. It's believing what Jesus did. Yeah. So if I'm not believing it, I'm hanging on to, I, I maybe, I, maybe I'm stuck because I'm really not believing it and I haven't really surrendered it to God or I haven't been had enough courage to go to God. And so Holy Spirit, show me what's really going on inside my heart. For some reason, I'm afraid of that or whatever's blocking yeah. me from that. But I and have to humble myself and let do Because it. we think that repent means try harder. Repent does not mean try as hard as you can. Repent, be, repent means change your mind about this. Right. Change your thinking. Yeah. What you thought isn't right. So repentance is just, is change your thinking. So you can change your thinking about the lies that you've been believing that have kept you broken and kept you from receiving all that God has for you or hanging on to all that God has for you. Wow. That is so good. One of the scriptures that I really love is when they said to Jesus, what must we do to do the works of God? He said, believe on him who he sent. That's it. If we believe on him, then the grace of God will do the works through us. Right. That's how you do the works of God. You believe on Jesus. Oh, man. Not yourself. Yes. We're not not good at doing everything. (laughs) We try. That is so good. That is so good. So if you're listening... And you go, you know, I've been receiving ministry for years and I just keep going right back through the same old loop. Maybe your heart's still broken and the Lord can show you if you'll let him. And then we replace the lies with the truth and know that we cannot do it, but he can. It's not by might, not by power, but by the spirit. Relax, believe, trust, know that the Lord wants your heart to be whole so you can remain whole. That's, that's so good, Dr. Priscilla. Oh, thank you. The Lord's given you a really uh, great revelation. And what I love about this revelation is that it heals the brokenhearted. I mean, it's for the people. I mean, it's, it's, it's so loving and it's so kind and it's so compassionate and it's so needed. You know, there's so I, I many I like how Jesus hearts. said, I came. Jesus said, I came to heal the brokenhearted. Right. That's one of the main reasons he came. That's true. That's true. To heal the brokenhearted and set at liberty those that are captive. If your heart's still broken, the prison door can be opened, but you won't walk out. Right. And, uh, I've seen that in the spirit so many times. I used to wonder, the door is open. Why don't they walk out? Right. And it doesn't mean they're not going to heaven. It just means on this earth, they're walking in captivity. Many yes. times the children of Israel were in captivity. They were still God's people. Yeah. But they didn't experience the blessing. Right. Wow. That is so good. 
Well, if you're listening to this podcast, I pray that this has touched your life. Amen. The Lord wants to heal. The Spirit of the Lord God was upon Jesus to heal the brokenhearted. Jesus is still here to heal. He does that through the Holy Spirit. I pray that you receive the Holy Spirit now and let him show you what it is that's keeping you stuck, where you're still broken. And, And I like what Dr. Priscilla said. There may be a lie that you can replace with the truth. The way you defeat a lie is, is not just stop believing that, but start believing something else. That's what, that's repentance. Stop believing mm-hmm. the lies and start believing the truth, which is wonderful. Any final comments, Dr. Priscilla? No, I just, um, I just pray for everybody to receive all that God has for them, all that Jesus died for them to receive, to, to really receive the fullness. Amen. Amen. I can tell you're speaking from your heart. You know, it's uh, when you've been through it, you speak from your heart because you, you know what you're saying. It's, it's, it, I, what I like about you, it's, it's you're not speaking with a head knowledge. You're speaking with a heart knowledge. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate that. Dr. Priscilla Yaman's got uh, some blogs and great information at Priscilla Yaman, Y-A-M-I-N.com. Be sure and check that out. Also, if you're listening, please uh, subscribe and give us some ratings on the podcast. It really helps us reach more people for Christ. Amen. Check out uh, our primary website is icmcollege.org, icmcollege.org. If the Lord leads you, we'd appreciate any donations to help us continue this work. You can donate at the bottom of the page, icmcollege.org. i uh, got a couple of great books on amazon.com. Hear his voice, be his voice, and redeeming your past, finding your promised land. Check all that out. Again, this is Dr. Ray Self. I've been with Dr. Priscilla Yaman. God bless all of you for listening, and we'll see you and, or talk to you next week. International College of Ministry is a Holy Spirit-filled, accredited online seminary study anytime, anywhere. Listen to this testimony from Ruth of Biloxi, Mississippi. I was so excited to learn about ICM College, Spirit-filled college. And I also love that it was uh, online, work at your pace. We've been through several seasons in our life where we've had to back off a little bit and then we're easily able to pick it back up and just being able to learn and grow in the Lord and how the Holy Spirit moves, not only in us, but in our life, in our church. And as marriage and family pastors, my husband and I, as we're both students, we, we have just grown and learned how to impact those families in a, in a much deeper level. And can't tell you how great it would be just sign up today when the lord calls you it's like a telephone that rings 24 hours a day non-stop until you finally answer it it's time to get equipped for your call go to icmcollege.org icmcollege.org hit the apply button fill out your application and in the comment section of your application if you mention this podcast i'll give you 10 percent off your tuition study anytime anywhere get equipped get that degree icmcollege.org god bless you Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, 
YouTube, Spotify, Charisma Podcast Network, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps our show reach more people and spread the gospel. You can purchase Dr. Self's latest book, Hear His Voice, Be His Voice, on Amazon.com. Please visit Dr. Self's webpage at icmcollege.org for more information and free downloads.